Welcome to my first podcast ever. <laughs> I'm very happy that you're here and I'm also very happy that I'm here to share with you. I will speak into this space of this podcast about my experiences I will write in my next book. I have published quite a few books so far, some in German, some in English, some in English and German and some in Spanish and German. <laughs> so it's a mix of books already out there and the next book I will write about experience rooms of women and these experience rooms I will make in three parts speaking about loss and grief from various angles and based on my experiences um, and what it has to offer us what it can what it can show us and what gifts we can receive if we really go deep into this into this um, transform transforming experiences and allow to come out completely new and transformed. These experience rooms of women I want to share about the first big shift in my life happening through the, the death, the loss of my brother when I was 22 and another big shift and also a huge transformation in my life that happened through my divorce years later and the next big shift happening when I lost, miscarried a baby. And I don't want to focus only on the pain of loss. I especially want to focus on how and which potentials these experiences have shown me in my life to walk this life as a single woman quite a few years and a woman without children and at the same time being a woman who has chosen a different path as many around me. And I want to share about how we can hold space for ourselves in times of big transformations. What helped me move through and heal these wounds, heal the pain, heal this feeling of grief and loss what has helped me, what has supported me and how I see myself now as a new woman coming out at the end of big, big transformations. So in this first podcast, I want to speak from my heart to your heart and hope 
it supports you or helps you on your journey. Because all these experiences have actually something in common. When we are faced or confronted with loss, there comes grief and dreams we've had in our lives may not be present any longer or they may change due to the circumstances and we are called to redefine who we are, how we want to walk our life and how we walk through it. They have this in common and the, the best example for me is the latest experience when I was not prepared. I was sitting in the train and all of a sudden it hit a big, big, big wave of grief and sadness hit me and it all came together. The loss of people I, I dearly loved. It was my brother, my ex-husband, who has not died, but who has not been present in my life all of a sudden. And then the loss of an unborn, where I felt the connection so deeply in these few weeks, so deeply that it was such a pain to let go. And the latest was when my father crossed over. So all these experiences had big, big impact on my life. And I did what I now call the rainbow work. Sometimes very consciously and sometimes not as consciously. The rainbow work for me means to really allow to go deep into these feelings and to discover with a lot of intuition and a room of silence where I can feel protected and safe and only allow people who really support me in this time, in this darkness, to witness me and to listen. And it was always combined with a lot of creativity. So the pain and the loss and the sadness moved through my body in a room of silence, in nature or at home. And I found creativity or creativity found me <laughs> during these times. I started to write. I've published a few books about how I dealt with grief, how I dealt with loss, and how meditation, energy work, and Spirituality have helped me to grow, to develop and to discover my essence, who I truly am.
and little by little it integrated into my new life. After every big shift, these parts of me that have been burst, that have been discovered, moving through the waves of sadness, the waves of who I am, who I want to be, and to trust my hard knowledge, to trust my intuition, what I want to create. And my creativity guided me to paint, to write, to attract, to manifest people who are supporting me in this place, in this situation, in these circumstances. Very often I, I had the experience that people around me in my environment were overwhelmed. They didn't know what to say. They didn't know how to be silent and to just be present, listening and not giving advice. These people exist and they really came into my life one by one, this soul family who knew that it actually is so important to create a safe container, a safe space where you don't need to talk, where you don't need to give advice, where you just stare and listen to the other one who is moving through her grief, her sadness, her shifting, her chaos, her irritation. We have this experience room where you can talk from your soul and heart level and you're witnessed in that. This experience room as a woman who doesn't fulfill the norm. In most societies it's normal to be married and have a partner for a longer time. It's normal to have children. It's normal to have a career where people can put a finger on. They can actually place you in this whole map of society. And I've never been in this normality. And this made me realize that there are so many different realities existing, parallel realities, different experience rooms, and none of them is better than the other or less than the other. They can all coexist. This journey of moving through grief for me was to really allow to sit with these emotions that came up, sometimes in waves of anger or waves of denial, waves of sadness, waves of confusion, waves of redefining who I am, who I want to be, 
What are my gifts for the world? And to allow my body to rest, to allow myself to take space out of space and to be in isolation consciously, to hold the time, <laughs> to not be distracted in to-do lists, to not get distracted by going out or doing this or meeting that person or doing that. In my experience it was always necessary to really take some time to just lie on the ground and be doing nothing except for being present and that's actually a big work. I was confronted with people who also didn't know how and what to say in these moments. And I came to the conclusion that sometimes these people, they mean good, they want to help you, they want to uplift you, they just don't know why and how to do it. And very often they have not asked themselves philosophical, existential questions about grief, about loss, loss of dreams, loss of identity, so to speak. When I was married, I was a married woman. Of course, I was also a woman who went to work, who had her circle of friends, who had her family, her parents, her siblings. But at the same time, when you get divorced or when you have a divorce, a lot of these dreams about your future, they just stop. Suddenly, you are confronted with being a divorced woman and knowing that you don't have a family with this man, this is not happening. And you need to redefine and allow to stay open-hearted, to trust in relationships. I had other relationships, but none of them was a lasting long-term one. And many people, when they met me, especially the first two years after the divorce, I could always see that the face was shifting, that they were approaching me with this, oh, poor you, you're divorced, sad look on their face. And I don't want to be, and I never wanted to be a victim. I don't believe in victimhood. I believe in the power of each one of us to regain the power and to, to really create and manifest the best gifts. But in order to do that, we really have to move through all these different layers of sadness, 
pain and grief and redefine for ourselves in our own terms who we really are. And for this it was helpful to have people who knew how to listen, how to hold space, and also people who, who were inspirational, who were really uplifting and not seeing you as a victim and not blaming somebody else for the circumstances. I learned so much about how I was growing up in my culture, in my environment, in my context. That there are so many things we just don't talk about or don't question or hide and not talk with others. So this was new at the beginning to discover that I can be empowered even though I don't have children, I don't have a family, I don't have a job that people know where to put, that I can take a healing journey if it's something I need to do, that I can change profession if I want to and have to, that I'm not less of a woman if I don't have a family, that I still have so much to give to this world and to be a mother in other ways, to be a mother for my book projects, to be a mother for people who need my support, that I can grow and develop in so many ways. It's painful when you are confronted with marriages and with friends who are pregnant and give birth to their babies. I was always so happy for them. At the same time, I realized that sometimes pain for me comes up. And I looked at it. Where is this pain coming from? Where in my body do I hold this pain? And is it really mine or is it these expectations unconsciously that I was given in my culture or how we are supposed to live our lives? And if we fall out of this norm, what does it mean? There are so many triggers around Mother's Day or Christmas or birthdays because I really asked myself and I still ask myself these questions what do I want to leave behind and how do I want to live my life? What is my special gift I can bring and if I don't have children of my own, who and what could be my babies for this world? And I realized lately that there are not so many role models of women who have a similar past than I do, who are childless, 
who are without a partner, who are having a career that is atypical and are empowered, who are in their power. And this is something I really feel very passionate about, that we can all be in our power and there are so many ways to claim and reclaim our strengths. For me it was very helpful to write, to draw, to have a support net, to talk what is really going on inside, to consciously choose to be alone for some time, to digest, to feel what's going on inside of me and to take the time to move through that and not get distracted and not get distracted. This is something that was very hard at the beginning because we really are trained to be active, to do or when somebody is telling us a sad situation in their life or a problem to act, to say something, to have a solution. I learned that this is not always helpful, that it sometimes is helpful not to know, not to have a solution, not to have to say anything, to just feel what is going on and step by step with lots of intuition and learning more about yourself and your gifts to walk through that, to move through that. And there is no pressure to allow yourself not to rush. And the most interesting experience was that sometimes it can be happening that I'm sad, but at the same time extremely happy <laughs> and creative, supportive to others. And a wave of sadness comes in and then a wave of excitement, happiness. It can all coexist. This was something I never heard before, I never learned. I had to discover and also to stay strong in my own intuition. What might work for me might not work for somebody else. But some of these advices, they didn't support me. It was actually the opposite. And I had to deal with my way, in my way. So these experience rooms can be so different for each one of us. And to allow talking about it, sharing it with people where you really feel they have a heart at the right place, an open heart, they have the capacity 
to see you and hear you, accept you, respect you without any judgment. This alone is so healing. We are trained to judge, to blame, to victimize, to talk bad about others and to, to push sometimes even and pressure with to do and function. So for me it was the opposite that was helpful to take the time to forgive, to take responsibility, to tune inside, to learn more about energy work, to write down, to meditate and to be in this space of complete acceptance and trust. So to bring these worlds together, sometimes the outside world and the inside world, you can say it's always a mirror, but sometimes it's also challenging if you are surrounded by proactivism and you will need to be walking slowly. <laughs> it really helps to slow down. And once you start to slow down consciously after big life events, big transitions, during that time, sometimes you don't have a choice, you need to slow down. And there is, in my experience, a big potential if you allow yourself to slow down and to go into a silent room you might discover your true gifts from this experience, but also the different tools inside of you. And the next big shift is then that you change with it. You change with your progress, with your growth. And the outside, the friends, the family might be irritated because they want you back to normal the way you were before and we are not trained we never learned that it's so normal to change change is absolutely normal in life especially when there is a big shift happening through loss through grief, through pain. It's absolutely normal that we change. And with us changing, the whole world changes. And we meet new people. We are attracted to new things that we have never been interested in before. For me it was to withdraw more and to draw in more to nature. I've always been very close to trees and mountains and ocean and 
waters and flowers and animals, but it's even stronger now, this connection. This rainbow world for me means to allow all these different experiences, connections with the unseen world, with the seen world to unfold in yourself and to really give yourself the permission to be in our, in your power. This is huge and big life events have the potential to move us, to be moved into our full power. If we, if we choose to move through all the layers of grief, of sadness, of confusion, irritation, pain, creating new dreams, being creative, trying new things, setting intentions. There is a huge, huge potential in that. Thank you so much for listening. I will be back with more in-depth experiences about this experience rooms for women who have had huge transformative moments and shifts in their lives. Thank you from my heart to yours.